Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? Hey, hey, happy Monday. Welcome back to another week. We're stoked. Yeah. But we do have one request this week. We have a request. What is it? I I honestly couldn't tell you. You didn't catch it in the wind? No, I didn't catch it in the wind. The Uh, wind didn't like bring the message over to me. Okay. What we're asking (laughs) is that you would go into whatever platform you consume this podcast from. Consume. Yeah. I I heard that. It's trendy. It's what people say nowadays. Yeah. Here's, look at you. Uh, yeah, Hitting you know. all the trends. So trendy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, wherever you consume this podcast, would you go in and leave us a review, yeah. leave us a ranking, share this, do an Instagram post, Facebook, whatever. Uh, we just us. want to really allow this content to get out at a greater capacity. Yeah. Um, and it and- encourages us. It encourages us when we hear your feedback, your reviews, um, your posts, anything. Yeah, and it's always good to connect with the podcast fam. Yeah, definitely. I just want to say for a second, that's such a male thing to do, what you just did. Like, you expected me to read your mind. Oh, my god. That is such a... Ladies, I know you're with me on this. Sometimes your husband expects you... Although, I guess I do expect you sometimes to read my mind. So, and, you know what? We're and, even... And Steven. men... Since we're identifying genders here, you know, you're excluding quite a few people from this conversation. But uh, men, isn't it so typical for females to make things dramatic that aren't? I don't think all females are dramatic. Wah, I am dramatic wah, and I will never wah. say I'm not. All right. Well, let's dig into this thing. Let's do it. We're so, asking a question today. Yeah. What's the question? How do I know if God is speaking to me i get asked that question probably the most popular question it is um how do i know what god wants me to do and you know for me i used to ask the question all the time however now i don't ask the question because now (laughs) wow thank you chad for that (laughs) there is hope to anyone (laughs) listening but now i don't need to ask the question because i've so refined uh, my life to be able to understand and to hear the voice of god and to know when it's him and when it's something else why are you laughing at me uh you just you like glorified yourself you're like i'm so refined and all i could think I is I yeah my you're, life. you're I didn't fine say i'm refined so okay okay no because i'm really not refined sorry. right now we are way too relaxed and having way too good of a time and but if we you know don't what? get into the it content it encourages us when you give us feedback because we hear often on the feedback that this is what you enjoy and if you don't enjoy this too bad keep scrolling <laughs> no sorry <laughs> Let's talk about this. Uh, how do I know if God's speaking to me? Because, you know, for a lot of people, they're unsure. And there's been moments in my life where I have been unsure, whether it's God speaking or whether it's my emotions. Yeah, your fleshly desires. Whether, um, actually, someone asked the question on Facebook and I thought it was really good. And she was saying, how do I know whether it's something that's been laid on my heart or whether I'm just being influenced yeah. by others around me? So yeah. that's even a good question. Yeah. How do I know God's speaking to me about something or if I'm just being influenced by a need a want, uh, you know, a situation, etc. And I think uh, we're going to cover that in a decent way today. And I always tell my Bible school students this. uh, If you don't know, we have a Bible college at our church. Yeah, shout out Remnant Bible College. Shout out Pastor Obi. 
Obina Ibo. Yep. Uh, and we uh, teach in that school. And I always tell the students when their first semester, I say, listen, if you can get one thing and walk away with it from Bible college, it's this. Learn to hear the voice of God. Yeah. Learn the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because if and when you learn that, you're never going to be out of the will of God. You're never going to find yourself you know, alone and outside of God's covering because God's perfect will is the absolute perfect place to be. And I know everybody's desire is to be there, but you need to train yourself to hear his voice. Um, Do you remember what they used to tell us at Bible school? You never have to be afraid of missing the will of God as long as you don't want to. Do you remember that? No. Let me say that again. She you never have to be afraid of missing the will of God as long as you don't want to miss the will of God. Right. So what they were saying was, to interpret that, because it sounds like a little bit like a, a word clash, but as long as you have the desire to know God's will for your life and you don't want to miss it, you never will. Why? Because when you desire to know what God's will is for your life, you keep your eyes peeled. You keep your ears open yeah. you know what i'm saying your your focus is on the will of god and if that's your focus you're not going to miss it yeah and so let me dig into the scripture this has been like everywhere on, heart, yeah. on my heart hebrews 4 7 this is second half of the verse but it's mentioned a few times actually in hebrews chapter 3 and 4 and it says this today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts Ooh. I love it because number one, it shows that God's speaking to you. Mm -hmm. He is saying things to every single one of us. The challenge would be, I don't think most people are listening. I don't think most people are positioned to hear God's voice. Or maybe there's so many other voices that are speaking, you can't even decipher God, your fleshly desires, what other people's words are, you know, what's happening in the world. And I think it's so important for us to know God's voice and not to harden our hearts because God has something for every single one of us. He has a plan for our lives and I don't want you to miss it because there is no greater satisfaction than living in his will. Yeah. So let's dig in. How to hear God's voice. Uh, This is just how God really talks to mankind. Yeah. And this is our opinion. If you have another thought, let us know another way that people can hear the voice of God. But we would say these are the three main ways uh, that people hear the voice of God. And Mm -hmm. the first would be his audible voice. Now, I have never personally heard the audible voice of God. Have you, babe? I have not heard the audible voice of God. But we know of people who have. Many people, yep. Honestly, I I actually think... I might pee myself if I were to hear the audible voice of God. I'm not I think it'd be cool. I mean, I, no, I maybe not pee, in the moment. I think I'd but, pee my pants. Well, I mean, that's not a surprise. Although I am pregnant. Yeah, so you could sneeze surpri- and pee your pants at this point, right? It's very, very true. <laughs> Wouldn't take much. So the audible voice of God, we see that all throughout Scripture, specifically yeah. the Old Testament. Yep. Uh, God speaking directly to people. And usually the response was fear yep. uh, because God is such a righteous God. He's such a mighty God. You know, natural bodies in our natural senses, we just don't even know how to respond to that. But I would say that that's probably the least common. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it absolutely does. And maybe does. you're listening to this and you have heard the audible voice absolutely. of God. And that's awesome. Yeah, and we want to hear from you. You know, tell us your experience. Yeah. But uh, most people don't hear the audible voice of God. I think most people, you know, have the second one which is the uh, 
the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we could break this down and, you know, call it the leading of the Holy Spirit. Those are the sons of God. They're led by audible, the Spirit of God. It isn't an audible voice. Yeah, it's like an internal voice. I like, describe in your it heart. always as a knowing. Yeah. It's it's yeah. my knowing. Yeah, it's just that that internal it's an internal voice. voice. I like that. Yep. That, you know, I actually hear words when he's speaking to me, Me you know, internally. Other times, it's like a leading. Mm -hmm. It's like a green light, red light situation. Absolutely. You know, and then other times, and I think you want to share a story. This one for me is like a, a, this is my most common, would be his peace. Is the peace, you know. And it's a supernatural peace. It's not a peace that we experience from, that comes from circumstances, that's temporary. It's a supernatural peace that the Bible says surpasses all understanding. What does that mean? Well, even when... It doesn't make sense to your natural mind. You still have peace. That's God's kind of peace. Yeah. And the example I wanted to give for that that I think people would connect with is I remember when we met and we were friends for like a really long time um, and the Lord started to speak to my heart about our relationship because you had then started to kind of make your intentions clear. I was um, going for it. I was secure were. in the bag. You Did you just refer to me as a bag? I don't know. Uh, Buddy and Cole said it to me once. I mean, I don't think you should ever repeat that again. I don't think you should. Yeah, that's anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, no. Okay. It's not an insult. But anyway, I feel like we it need is. context. Probably. Okay, go. But when we were, when he was pursuing me and we uh, decided to date, before we decided to date, we both actually took time to pray and fast. And that's something I would encourage any person who is looking for your spouse. Yep. You don't just hook up with the You don't the find the first bum that comes along. That comes along. And that's for guy and girl. Yep. Um, and so we took a time to pray and fast. Mm-hmm. Now, what you need to understand is like, I wasn't just about to jump. And I know you weren't either, but I specifically was not about to just jump. No. Into a relationship because I had never been in a relationship before. I had kept myself pure. I had waited uh, for, geez, how old were we when we started dating? I don't know. I was like 19 or 20. I was a baby. You robbed the cradle. Um, I'm a year and a half older. (laughs) I was still a baby. Yeah, you wasn't even an adult. Okay, keep going. But um, going somewhere with this. Yeah, we are, we're going somewhere just slowly. But no, I uh, I had never dated, and so I knew that I did not want anything that wasn't God's will for my life. Absolutely. And so when we took this time to pray, you know, yeah, he's he was like a hot smoking. Mm. Although say I have it. to say, he is so much more good looking now than he was in Bible school. Mm. He looked really sick in Bible school. He uh, was so oh skinny. Oh my gosh. I had to take him to South Africa she didn't, so he could uh, eat lamb chops and get a butt. Please, dude. Anyway. She literally pursued me anyway yeah you, no we're not even getting yeah. into that okay right now. just go just go but i am um, when i was praying so obviously in the natural it was something that i wanted but my heart more wanted the will of god yeah and so when we prayed and i spent the time praying and fasting i had such a supernatural peace that this was an okay decision and what i mean by that is i almost had the green like you said red mm-hmm. light green light the lord gave me the green light of it's okay yeah. This is good. This is something that I have for you. This is pure. This is holy. You know, go for it. And that peace was yeah. the umpire. That's what the Bible yeah. says in the book of Colossians. Let the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. Another version says, let the peace of God be an umpire in yeah. your heart. What does an umpire do in a sports game? You looked at me as if I don't know. Well, you know what I mean? Tell you what an umpire does. They call the shots. So the peace of God will call the shots in your life. And you know what? If that's the only thing I know about an umpire, that's what okay. Sport? They wear black and white striped shirts. What, what sport does an umpire <laughs> Soccer. Ump? Soccer. Uh, 
You don't have an umpire? No, that's a ref. Yeah. Shoot. An umpire is for baseball. Oh. And the third way we hear God's voice is his written word. Which is the most important. Yeah, I think people underplay this one. I agree. And... like minimize it in comparison to other things, but this is the primary way you're going to hear from God. Yeah, because the other two really work on the third one. Yeah. What I mean by Absolutely. that? Well, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will bring things back into our remembrance. Yeah. That's not referring to random life events. That's not referring to a quote that you read on Pinterest. That's referring to the Word of God. The Holy Spirit will remind you of what the Word says. That means when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, He's speaking the word yeah and as you're reading the word you can literally have revelation where god illuminates a section of scripture and can bring it to your day-to-day life and show you next steps show you things to do you know we need to use this word the bible says the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path and a light to my path and it's literally going to shine in front of you Mm -hmm. and lead you every single step of the way i think it's Maybe not the sexiest way to well, hear it, God's voice. It so takes people, the most effort, it, That's right? so true. That's so true. And so people try to minimize it. But I'm telling you what, mm-hmm. the written word of God will lead you and guide you and speak to you on a daily basis. So many people say, I just want God to speak to me on this situation. Yeah. Open your yeah. word. Do you know that the word of God addresses every situation mm-hmm. you could ever experience? Now, it might not be word for word. Yeah. So a lot of people will say, well, no, this is my situation. The word doesn't say anything about it. The word is a book of principles. Yeah. And principles work for every single situation. You just have to dig in the Bible and find the one that works for what you're looking for. Yep. And then I'm going to throw a last one in for free. Okay. It's not in our notes. But the fourth way is through someone else. Yeah. Prophecy. You know, and I think this is the sexiest in wisdom. the way that people... This is the most enjoyable, I think. Like... But honestly, I find that this is the least relational with Jesus. Yeah. God will speak to you directly. Yeah, Yeah, it's easy to defer to somebody else to build a relationship with Jesus, to hear from heaven for you. But the best way to do it is one through three. Yeah. And uh, I'm not negating that. I've had powerful words spoken over my life. And I've given words. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the best way Mm -hmm. is right through one, two, or three. The audible voice, the Holy Spirit, or his written word. Do you want me to go ahead? I'm going to go ahead and read John 10, three through five, because we kind of got a lot that we're going to dig out now. Uh, John 10, three, verse five says this. Three, two, five, sorry. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. Yeah. And as you can see, this is a relationship between a shepherd and his sheep. And what is Jesus to us? He's the good shepherd, right? And we are the sheep that he is speaking to. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to say, God is speaking. God is talking. But are we listening? Yeah, it's not that God has shut his mouth or shut heaven. Heaven is open Mm -hmm. and heaven is speaking and heaven is leading. And we can cling to that leading or we can live our lives trying to figure out which one's God, yeah. but never come to a conclusion. Right. Um, it 
as you see, this is all based out of a relationship. And there's three keys just out of this scripture. You know, you can pull a lot of things out to knowing the voice of God. But number one is intimacy. Yeah. With this shepherd and his sheep, there's a level of intimacy that happens. They spend all day together. They you know, know each other. They know each other. They're familiar. They're in the same area. They're in the same environment. Why do you think a stranger comes along and the sheep are not going to follow it? A yeah. lot of times you think that sheep are just dumb, but they're not. They're clearly intelligent. If yeah. they know not to follow the voice of a stranger, that voice, they're not intimate with it. Yeah. And that time... well. I'm not going to say time because that's going to be the next one. But the intimacy spent with from the shepherd to the sheep is so crucial. And that's the same with your relationship with Jesus. You will never know the voice of God unless you're reading the word of God. Yeah. And the reason I can identify what when God is speaking to me, this is something, you know, especially for big life things. I am so confident in hearing the voice of God. I know when God speaks. I know how God speaks to me. I know his leading. I know his instruction. You know, I'll never forget. I'll give an example. Uh, We were flying back from South Africa one year. And we had just planted the Ithaca campus maybe a year before. Mm -hmm. And I was still over the young adults and the outreach department at the Horseheads campus and running a whole church um, and it was chaos and yeah. I was so tired and, and I was just asking the Lord, what am I supposed to do? And on this flight back, the Lord dropped exactly who I was supposed to have transition into he, like, my role. A detailed plan. Like a 100% detailed layout of exactly what to do mm-hmm. step by step. I transitioned that it worked perfectly. It was exactly right. It was the answer I'd been praying for for four months. Yeah. And it was just one moment. On he an dropped, airplane. Uh, yeah, flying back from South Africa to America. And God spoke it directly to me. You know what's crazy? The year before, he did the exact same thing about the model and how to transition the model of the young adults. Every year when we've gone to South Africa, yeah. the Lord has given us direction for that year. And what was cool, he's so faithful. This is so out of like, this is a rabbit hole. But we just went to Florida because we weren't able to go to South Africa. And he did the exact same thing. He gave us direction while we were in Florida. It's amazing how how he does that. Sometimes he takes you out of what you're doing to speak to you. He gets you away from everything. Yeah. And so intimacy is so, so important. And you build that through prayer, through worship, through reading the word, through spending time in his yeah. presence. Through it, You don't always have to talk. It's actually oftentimes better to listen. Yeah. Uh, the next one is time. Yep. The sheep and the shepherd spend time time together and that time shows (laughs) through their obedience to follow when he calls absolutely because they know each other just from time i mean i don't know about you i know how jade is going to act because i've spent so much time with her right i can tell you the next move she's gonna make the next thought she's gonna have i know jade very very sometimes i surprise you it's true sometimes every once in a while um but it's because i've spent the last five years, you know, with her on a day-to-day basis and just building that relationship. Do you have time cut out to spend with the shepherd who's talking to you? Yeah. Do you have a time set aside? Do you make room for the Holy Spirit in your life? Or are you just so busy, you're consumed, you don't have time for God? And I think that's what we say with our lives because we schedule everything else, but we don't schedule God. Mm -hmm. We're just too busy for you. You come last. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one is this, trust. 
And I think this is kind of the foundation of it all. Mm-hmm. There's a trust. trust. You don't have much. Because as you have intimacy and spend time together, there's a trust that's built. Trust An is trust. established. Yes. And the sheep know that when the shepherd's calling them, it's for a reason. Yep. Maybe it's time to eat. Maybe he's calling for protection. Maybe he's calling because he wants to bring them into the pen for the night and keep them safe from any, uh, you know, any things that may Mm -hmm. try to attack them. Mm -hmm. They know that there's a level of trust established in their lives through time and intimacy, and they know the voice of the shepherd. It's actually interesting. There's a YouTube video out there. You can look it up, and it's a shepherd. He walks out, and he does this call for his sheep. Can you imitate the call? I can't. I can't. Uh, I wish I could. It's been it's been too long to hear (laughs) that I listened to it. And he calls, and all of his sheep start coming. Yeah. And I think there's another video of a stranger doing it, and they didn't didn't respond because they knew the specific tone, they knew the specific call, they knew everything about that shepherd and knew to respond to that voice. That's what we need to be like to the voice of God. Because there's a lot of voices. There's a lot of voices. We're living in the year 2021. There are a lot of voices competing for your attention. So many. And if you know the voice of the shepherd, if you know the voice of God, you're not going to respond when these distractions call, when things are yelling your name. You know what I love? The prayer that I've been praying for the last like year or so is, Holy Spirit, let your voice be the loudest voice that I hear. I want to know that I know that I know that I heard him above anything else. And that comes from learning to lean in. So knowing when the Holy Spirit speaks, boom, I don't even need to listen to anything else because I know know it was the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And that's what we need to train. And it's a process. It is a a training. Yeah. You you have to be so intentional about this and put yourself in these positions to hear God's voice. And sometimes you're going to mess up. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to make a mistake. And that's when you're going to feel like that conviction come of, ooh, I messed up. So many people stay in that place of conviction. No, you got to repent, get up, dust yourself off and carry on. Yeah. And one thing that's always a baseline. The way to check the word of God is number one, does it align with it his word? Up. God is never going to give you an instruction that is contrary to his word. Yeah. Him in his word you are. You know what I'm saying? One. Let me give you an example. Yeah. And this is an example we hear all the time. If you're married, God's not going to tell you to go marry someone else. Right. Or if you're single, God's not going to go tell you to pursue a married person. Yeah. So many people have said, no. But I hear I, God told me yeah, that there's no. but God's word did not. You're thinking with your wrong say you brain. You get to be a homewrecker. Yeah, thinking with the wrong kind of feelings. Yeah. it's your your so selfish it, it ambitions. It always lines up yeah. with God's word. Even you know, let's talk about maybe offense for a second. Mm-hmm. So many people feel justified in an offense. Yeah, and they feel like, well, no, this is a righteous anger. I'm allowed to be upset about this. God's word doesn't excuse that. Absolutely. God's word says to forgive. That's just an example. Yeah, exactly. Came and to mind. It's it's crucial. So here's three ways people miss it. They miss the word. Miss they miss God's voice. They miss the leading. I've seen people do it over and over it. again. I've, yeah, we've all missed it, I think. And then you always know you point. missed it. Yeah, yeah, it's you not always a do. fun feeling. No, but number one, distractions. Yeah. Like my wife said, there are so many voices in this world. And they're competing for your, your thoughts. They're competing for your mind they're competing for your attention and they're all drawing and it's so hard because when you hear that many voices it's difficult to decipher the one that you're supposed to listen to 
Imagine if there were a hundred people yelling in a field, all the voices kind of get muddled together, even if the one you're supposed to follow is in there. And that's why you got to cut out distractions. You got to cut out influences. If people are not speaking life and speaking the word and speaking godliness into your life, it's not that you remove yourself from their presence, but you remove their voice of influence in your life. That's right. Don't listen to social media. Don't listen to the culture of this world. I'm sick of people going to media outlets Mm -hmm. for justification or answers when they should be going to their prayer closet, when they should be going to God to hear his voice. But I think a lot of times the attention is enough validation, whether they get the answer or not. They like the attention of being in everybody's face about it versus actually getting a real solution. Yeah. But there's no longevity when it's not the voice of God. No, and distractions will always take you out from hearing his word. Number two, selfish desires. Selfish desires will stop you every single time. What is the motive of your heart? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't lose serving God. So many people feel like they have to protect the things that they want out of life or the things that they want to do because they feel like, you know, you always hear the the, the preach that you got to give up everything to follow Jesus. But I want to tell you, yeah, you might give up things immediately to follow Jesus, but you get more out than you even put in. I'm telling you what, he, he multiplies what he gives back. He doesn't mm-hmm. just give you, give you something back. So selfish desires will rob, it will rob you. Yeah. And this is, I mean, this is what I picture in my mind. People can make God say whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of times, instead of filtering it through the word, people will filter it through their emotions or their feelings or their their selfish ambitions. And they'll literally transition God to say whatever they want. But you know what I'm thinking, babe? Sometimes we willingly miss the voice of God because we want to hang on to what we're feeling. So we don't even try to listen for God's voice because we know it's going to be contrary. But what do we know about the word? When you try and hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life, you will gain it. Mm No, it's so true. And so your own selfish desires, if you're not, if you're filtering your decisions through your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, instead of your spirit man, then you're going to miss it because your emotions will always skew your viewpoint. How you feel in a moment. I mean, let's be real. How you feel in a moment has a direct impact on how you decipher information. That's right. It, you know, I've seen people be given factual information. But their emotions are through the roof and they can't even handle it. And they reject fact or truth just because their emotions are through the roof. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's what we need to recognize, that we need to have a right filtration system. How do we filter what we're hearing? Is it through the word? Is it through, you know, truth? Is it through sound doctrine? Is it through sound friends and family that are going to uplift you and, you know, really encourage you to be in the direction that God's leading you or is it going to be people that are going to feed you fleshly answers and worldly responses? Yeah. So the last way people miss it is the voices of others. Um, I, uh, one of my favorite books, and then this is like one of my top books I ever recommend to any female. It's called Supernatural Childbirth. And it's a personal testimony of a woman. Uh, but basically the beginning of her testimony, she was told by doctors that she would never be able to have children. Well, she got married to a very godly man and she said to him, you know, I'm, I'm never able to have children. And he looked at her and he said, who told you that? Wow. 
And she said the voice of doctors. He said, really? Because I can't find that in the word. So they might have told you that, mm -hmm. but that's not what the word says. And boom, what a what a revelation to realize that the voice, when, we, when we're so busy listening to the voice of others, we totally miss what God's mm -hmm. saying. And sometimes it's, it, it's again, validating in the moment to hear, to the, hear voice the voice of, of others because you might be waiting on the voice of God. And he may not have responded in our, you know, instant gratification kind of moment, uh, you know, expectation. This culture, the microwave yeah, culture. Exactly. Yeah. And he may not have responded in our thoughts, in our times. So we say, okay, well, if God's not going to give us an answer, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that's the worst thing you can do because you know what? Sometimes you got to wait on that word. Mm. Sometimes you got to wait and he doesn't give it to you, you know, through a loud voice. But it's that still small voice mm -hmm. that you know, that you know, that you know. Mm -hmm. And I see so many people miss it because he doesn't give it the answer in their time frame. Mm -hmm. And we try to put boundaries on God and say, God, well, I need the answer I by this time. You know, I see this with Bible school students or people that have a deadline that say, well, God, you got to do it right here, you know, by, by this time, by this yeah. date. And we think that we miss, he missed it if it doesn't, but really he's got something even better for us. He didn't give you the answer because you didn't actually need it in that moment. Mm-hmm. Or if he gave you in that moment, you weren't ready to handle it mm. and you would have been a bad steward. So he was holding off to release it to you when you were more prepared or your character was ready. Wow. I think we need to recognize those things. And I know that God has a word for you. And you know, don't go to some prophet and get it. Go to the word and get it. Absolutely. Go and spend time and have an intimate relationship with God and, and just shut the door behind you. Open your Bible, turn on some worship music and say, God, I'm not going anywhere until I hear you. Until I hear your voice. That's literally what men in the Bible, godly men have said, God, I'm not, I'm not going until you speak to me. Look at Jacob. I'm not leaving until you bless me. I'm not letting go till you bless me. Seriously. I think Moses, Moses, I'm not going unless if, your presence goes before me. If you're not coming with me. us, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. So one of us is going to have to move, which one of us is yep. going to be. And, and God, he delighted in his faith. Yeah. We see so much leading. Even Paul, he wanted to go to Asia, yep. but he said the Holy Spirit didn't permit him yes. to go there. Yep. He actually got a, a red light, let's say that, uh -huh. through the leading of the Holy Spirit saying, uh -huh. hey, don't go there. Don't do that. And, yeah, don't do that. You know, And then later he got permission. He got that green light to yeah. go. There may be times when God's saying no, not because it's a, a long-term no, but it's a temporary pause because he knows the timing is not right. Talk about voice of men. What if you got get offered something by a man and you know that that's not what you're supposed to do? See, you're going to be offered things in life. Men mm -hmm. of God or even just people, people are going to say something to you or try and lead your destiny or try try and tell you that this is what you're supposed to do with your life but you got to ask yourself what did god say yeah because God's as long word as you follow man exactly yeah the only thing that's going to remain and this is what you need to know because i think so many times we we allow the voices of others to derail us oh yeah um because we're looking for promotion yes but the bible says that promotion comes from the lord and we need to just be so confident in our identity in Christ. And the last thing that he told people say, well, what am I supposed to do right now? I ask people, well, what is the last thing God told you to do? Yeah, you do that until he gives you new instructions. Yeah, and I tell him, well, keep doing that until he says something else. I actually just told a Bible school student that today. Yeah. <laughs> you keep doing that 
until he tells you to do something else. And don't get antsy and be fruitful where you're at and wait for that word and wait for that release, wait for that guidance, and he will give it to you, maybe just not on your timing. When I have a decision that I'm weighing, it seems like it's almost like a scale that's balanced. And as I pray on it, that scale begins to tip back and forth and back and forth. And the more and more I pray, it's like this one just gets harder and harder in my heart or heavier and heavier in my heart that every time I pray and the other one gets lighter and it just keeps going and going. And, and when I, every time I pray, it's that one thing, it's that one thing, it's that one thing. Mm, you can't it's can't shake it. Yeah, it just like gets stronger and stronger yes. the more time that I spend. Yeah. And a lot of times that's that... Holy Spirit led yeah. voice of God saying, this is what you're supposed to I do. I find that when your heart is soft before the Lord and he gives you, he speaks to you, it's really hard to shake what he said. Yeah. Now I, I specified and say when your heart is soft, because unfortunately those who have a callous heart, God will speak, but because our hearts are callous, we were unable to receive the word. The ground mm-hmm. is not good. And so it's easy to miss the voice of God. But those of us who our heart is turned toward the Lord, We're not going to be able to shake it. And that's something that I also pray. Holy Spirit, keep bringing things back to me. If if I need to do something, I need you to keep bringing it up. And he will do that. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit Spirit wants you to be in the will of God because he is God. Well, listen, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We're going to end off with this scripture right here. Hebrews 4, 7. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. You know what? Today is today that's a revelation right there someone used to tweet that i don't even have twitter i don't even know what that means (laughs) love you guys be we do love you Thanks so much for joining us on today's Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single Friday. If you know of someone who could benefit from this, we would love for you to share this on your social media, as well as go ahead and leave us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.